We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. A $632 million extension to a Western Sydney hospital will fail to increase its bed capacity when it opens next year, furious senior doctors have said. Campbelltown Hospital, which came under fire for chronic understaffing in a parliamentary inquiry last year, is due to open its new 12-storey clinical services tower in June next year. But senior staff who spoke to the Daily Telegraph were told the emergency department will remain at 55 beds in the new facility, despite initial claims it'll be expanded to 67 beds, while the maternity department will stay at 34 beds despite initial plans to grow to 53. No additional beds will be opened in the paediatric or mental health wards either, staff said. Staff said it's expected the bed capacity will be scaled up over time, but we're told that they operate at existing capacity when the building opens. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Secret mobile speed cameras have issued more fines and collected more money in the past 12 months than in the preceding five years, an analysis of government data has revealed. In the 12 months to December, almost $40 million worth of fines were issued for low-range speeding, less than 10 k's over the limit. In almost five years before that, only $14.8 million worth of fines were issued for the same offence. December marks a year since warning signs were removed from mobile speed cameras and their hours of operation began to triple. Labor leader Chris Minns has seized on the revelations to call for warning signs to be reinstated immediately. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Thousands of people will be in gridlock on the New South Wales and Queensland border on Monday morning as the northern state opens up for the first time in 141 days. Queensland police expect as many as 60,000 cars to drive across the border with up to 500 officers needed to check travellers' vaccination status and negative COVID test results. Meanwhile, Brisbane and Gold Coast airports are bracing for a major surge in flight arrivals. Domestic passenger numbers through Brisbane Airport were set to jump from 17 18,000 to 18,000 a day to up to 30,000 a day this week and increase further in the lead up to Christmas. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has declared the border will not close again, ending months of anguish for vexed citizens on both sides of the state line. Mwilambar Camping Ground manager Greg Fallon said about 20 families remained at the showgrounds and as they pack up, celebrations have been fairly low-key. Campers are fearful something will go wrong at the last minute. And English star Stuart Broad has declared he could have made a positive impact at the Gabba and revealed how his stunning omission triggered an embarrassing ooh-ah Glenn McGrath moment. Selection issues are clouding both teams entering Thursday's pink ball test in Adelaide and Australian fastman Josh Hazelwood to be ruled out with a side strain. Jai Richardson to favourite to replace him. David Warner has a bruised rib but he flew to Adelaide early on Sunday and is expected to play through the pain. England have a myriad of issues which came after they emitted champion veterans Broad and Jimmy Anderson only to be thumped by nine wickets at the Gabba. 
And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au and check out throughout the day or go to the app at your app store. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.